Welcome to UX in the World. I am your host, Austin Fisher, and today we're going to talk about how to become the happiest, chummiest you you can be. Lack of motivation or confidence? Are you uncertain or scared of the future? No worries. Applying some UX principles to your life can change it completely for the better. Now, we all seek self-improvement, life hacks, and other tips to being happier, curated by successful professionals or BuzzFeed-type companies, because for whatever reason, it's very difficult for humans to be truly happy with themselves. Why is this? Why can't we be grateful for what we have and love the things that drive us forward? It's as simple as this. We compare ourselves constantly to everything and everyone around us. This is what motivates us, and it's what brings us down. Comparing ourselves is a double-edged sword, and we need to do it responsibly. You compare yourself to that friend who lifts double your weight in the gym. You compare yourself to that sibling who always seems to get better grades than you. Or you compare your career and job prospects to the 30,000 other students in your university. For some people, these comparisons can be motivational, but for many, it's extremely detrimental to their way of thinking, their outlook on life, and their motivation to get going. Comparing ourselves turns into envy, which infects your mind with jealousy, resentment, and negative thinking. Now here is how to compare yourself in the right way. In the UX world, one form of user testing is called A-B testing. In this scenario, participants are given one of two versions of a product, and testers take the results from many participants and compare them to determine which product variation is better. If variation A is better, they record what went wrong with both versions A and B, toss variation B, and focus all their attention on variation A. Now the very same thing can be applied to our lives. If you're struggling to choose between two different choices and it's eating you up inside, you need to take some time to critically analyze both options. Now that's actually the easy part because we, as humans, naturally analyze everything we do already. Now if you're the type who stays up late at night contemplating every word and action and thing you did during the day in fear that someone might have taken it the wrong way, then congratulations, you are a pro at overanalyzing. So the first part of comparing things comes naturally to you. But when it comes to the next stage, it's important to test out each option. Analyzing is easy, but getting the actual research and the actual information is even more important. You need to get educated opinions, make informed judgments about the different options in your life, much like with user experience research. Going on gut feelings just doesn't work. You need to explore the market, ask professionals what they know, interview people, with their knowledge to get more of that to apply to your product. It takes time to really make a proper decision, and I think that is what leads to optimal happiness. Treat your life like a user experience research project and really, really do your research. But at the end, here comes the hard part. When you come to a conclusion, whether it's moving to New York or to LA, taking arts or physics, or simply deciding what to make for dinner, you must think about what's best for the user. In this case, the user is you. 
Now, users are complicated creatures. They have a wide variety of tastes and values and opinions, so personas are often necessary to define the personality of the target audience. For our lives, it's simple. The persona is you. You know how you will react to many different things. But in some cases, you won't, and that's why you have family and friends to help give you the information you need to really understand how you will react to a situation. A user needs something efficient, simple, and effective that causes the most joy with the highest reward. So consider this when making your choices. Ordering McDonald's may bring great joy and require little effort, but the reward is rarely good, aka health problems or sluggishness. So try this. Give yourself some decisions to make. Those decisions can be going to the gym, working on a side project, or writing a story. Give yourself two choices to make, but only choose one. From there, you'll discover what it is you truly care about, what gives you the most passion, and in turn, what gives you the most happiness. Learn a new programming language or take a course in music composition. Choose one. That one will be the one that you are most excited for and will lead to peak happiness. You can always do the other one later, but for now, choose one thing. Stick with it, devote time to it, perfect it, and you will feel immeasurably good about yourself. Whether or not it's successful is kind of irrelevant. It's all about the experience you gained by learning and executing the knowledge you developed. The experience is what makes you happy. Learning things is what makes people happy. But that's not everything. The other day, I asked people what makes them happiest. Here are some of those answers. Hey Austin, uh, to answer your question, for me it'd be podcasts. I just can't go any day without listening to my favorite podcasts, whether they're about tech, movies, TV shows, uh, comedy, woodworking, <laughs> you name it. Um, also, it, it's just so awesome listening to like all the people be nerdy about the things that I'm nerdy about and hear their different opinions on things that I really care about. It, it's just so awesome. Um, also, congrats on hitting top 20 in Anchor, man. That's, that's awesome news, and I really hope more great stuff heads your way. Yo, Austin. Thinking about what makes me really happy. Uh, in fact, I'm thinking about what makes me most content, because I think happy is sort of on that scale of, like, you know, it's, 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 it's an excitement kind of feeling, but I actually enjoy more when I feel content. And the things that make me content is when I know that there's no time to rush. Like, I don't need to be anywhere. I don't need to hurry. Um, I imagine myself usually, like, in a sort of at a coffee shop or cafe, like, enjoying a little bite to eat, like, not too much food, and just, like, a little beverage, and just kind of watching life go by and just taking it in. So that's usually, you know, what makes me pretty content. And, of course, good conversation. Hi, Austin. I'm here to answer your question. Good show, by the way. I've been really enjoying it. Um, my first answer, what makes you happiest in life? I'm going to split it into two. So my first one that's where I've had like the happiest moments has always been laughing with my friends, doing something fun, whether it's playing Smash on campus, 
haha, <laughs> or um, like playing some kind of game, or traveling somewhere, or planning a really cool trip slash adventure. My happiest moments have always been doing things like that with my friends. Something that has been um, something that's my happiest moment, like almost every day, is that time of day where it's like six, between six and like eight thirty, when the sky's like orange and everything just feels like it's winding down. That is my favorite part of the day. I just love that part. It feels so calm, especially when it's sunny out. That's when I like it, sunny and orange skies. Anyway, I'm running out of time. Thanks, bye. Austin, um, you asked the question, what makes me happiest in my life? Um, mine is going to be a bit of a weird one. Um, it's actually solitude. I quite like having my own time and having my own space. I know that everybody else would say that as well. But I suppose maybe it's the ability to have that. I don't have any... Um, I don't have anybody to sort of take my time away from me. It really is mine. And so I have, perhaps it's control, control over my solitude of when I have and when I don't have it. There's probably lots of other things that make me happy too. But uh, that's the first one that springs to mind. Interesting, isn't it? Thanks, Austin. Bye. Our happiness should be our motivation. In those call-ins, we heard people say what makes them happy, and for some, it's being with friends and listening to podcasts, while others say they prefer quiet, relaxation, and even solitude. When we structure our lives, we must always remember to include something that makes us happy, because that is the most essential thing users need. But just as much as too much hand-holding can be bad when introducing a product, or having no instructions at all to guide the users to the end goal, we mustn't schedule too much nor too little time for happiness. If we do the things that make us happy all the time, then they'll lose their value. We may start to find them boring, uninteresting, and in the end, they won't make us happy anymore. And that's the last thing we want. At that point, we would have to upheave our entire lives and search for new experiences to create more happiness. And that can be a very big and abrupt change. On the flip side though, not being happy enough will degrade our minds and slip us into an intense desire for joy where it can consume us. This leads to addiction, procrastination, and horrible bad habits. If we deprive ourselves of what makes us happy, then do we truly live? Now much like the user experience design process, balance is essential. If there are too many programmers and not enough designers, then the product is effective, but it's stale. If there are too many designers and not enough programmers on the team, then the product is gorgeous, but doesn't always perform well. Now, we want to perform well in our lives, so we require balance. When the UX design team is balanced, it synergizes into an even greater being, performing projects quickly, executing ideas well, jumping off of each other's motivation and optimism, and progressing much faster than ever before. Therefore, do what makes you happy, but don't devote all of your time to it. Otherwise, you'll never grow to enjoy new things, and the things that make you happy might not make you happy anymore. Enjoying life's pleasures in small doses is what makes them pleasures. And finally, this one is a bit of a stretch, but it's such an important trait to achieving happiness. And that is, be happy. Be positive. Be kind. Be the type of person you'd love to bump into on the street. Be the type of friend you'd share your deepest secrets with. Smile every once in a while, even for no reason. 
you'll feel great in the moment. Smiling releases endorphins that make us just naturally happy, even if it's not a particularly happy day. Others will see you smiling, and they will become happier. Happiness is contagious. In UX, users learn their behavior through their environment. The setting makes a huge impact on someone's reactions. Fill it with red, and they may become agitated. Surround them with motivational quotes and cool colors, and they'll relax and develop some confidence. So if you influence other people's environments with a positive, happy attitude, then they, in turn, will learn that happiness and spread it further and further. Then slowly but surely, the world you live in will begin to brim with positivity. Now doesn't that sound contagiously beautiful? In summary, there are a few things you can do to improve happiness in your life, as proven by user experience design. Don't compare your choices to other people. Instead, compare your choices to each other to find what's best for you to do. And then go with that choice and commit to it and really refine it because that can bring you happiness. Balance your life with things that make you happy so you have just the right amount of drive and serenity every day to motivate you to do great things and the things that are tough and unpleasant because you know in the end they will be rewarding and your reward will be more happiness. And lastly, be kind to everyone you meet. Please do this more than anything else. People are innately good as shocking as it may seem and a little positivity can go a long way. Create a world of happiness and you have achieved the perfect life. That's all for today. If you feel good, go tell someone about it and make their day better too. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I'm so grateful to be here with all of you lovely, intelligent, happy people. This community on Anchor has opened up so many possibilities for me, and I find I look forward to writing content, sharing my thoughts, and listening to all of your stations. Have an amazing day, everyone, and be happy.